to everybody, Ozzy. Oh, he's leaving. Hour three, T-Row in the morning show, Leap Day. Wait, how are you celebrating? Huh? Did you know he's shy? Yeah. How are you celebrating Leap Day today? First off, let me just say this. I cannot believe we're working on Leap Day. Can you believe that? I fought and fought over this. And, um, yeah, it's it's an extra unpaid day is what it is, Toby. We have insulted the presidents recently. (laughs) Right. I can't even remember who else we've insulted recently by working on their days. Now we're working on Leap Day? Unbelievable. Is anybody else working today? Are we the only ones working today? Banks are I closed. Bet, I bet we are. Uh, Mel is not running today. Amazon even shut down their yeah. warehouses for Leap Day today. Leap so. Day should be like once every four years, everything... In America, we all rest. It's a <laughs> universal day of rest. Nothing happens. <laughs> nothing. No, nothing. It's like Christmas. Everything's closed. Just be with your families. It's Leap Day. You only get it every four years. That's right. Okay, how are you celebrating Leap Day today, TJ? Um, let's see. I'll be here at work. Mm-hmm. I'm I'll sorry about that. Go to uh, the pickup line and sit there for a little while until the kids roll out. Was there any talk at your Monday meeting about, hey, why don't we have leap day off? I Was said I up? fought for it. I fought for it for weeks in the Monday meeting. If you were ever at the Monday meeting, you would know how invited. hard I fought not, for this. I've never been invited. Uh, it got so heated at one point, they removed me from the room. They had to call Mark in here. They had to Let me ask you this. Next in. thing you're going to tell me, we're working on St. Patrick's Day, I bet. Huh? No, I bet that's the next I've thing. I've got us off on St. Patrick's Day this year. Oh. It falls on Sunday. You'll oh, be calling a baseball boy. game, I think, but we'll be off. <laughs> I'm in Fort Worth. <laughs> Actually, I might be here as well. That's the day of the selection show. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because the uh, giveaway will be the next day, the 68-team giveaway. We're doing a giveaway? Day. Uh, we're doing a giveaway. Nobody's told me about a giveaway. Yeah, we just mentioned this like a day ago when you brought Boy, this up and I said, said nobody, something about the giveaway. And you said, wait, we're doing a giveaway? sort of official email about a giveaway or Plan anything. on working Monday evening for a little while. I got to work? Yeah, we got we to gotta close it down. You know how it is. They don't trust I'm anyone else. I'm tired of doing that. I don't, I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> I haven't, I got, I haven't washed from last year's, I haven't washed everything yet, so. Gross. That sounds like yeah. a personal problem, so. Uh, but yeah, I'll go to the pickup line, pick up the kids today. Uh, three, I'll have three in my car on uh, the Thursday pickup. Oh, carpool. Huh? Um, then I'll go on a walk. May have a ceremony for Yeti, who, mm-hmm. by the way, just saw on the neighborhood uh, Facebook page. Not only did Yeti get taken out yesterday, someone's mailbox, and they are not happy about it. So there may be a serial killer in our neighborhood. Was it a normal mailbox Get or was this. it like one of these brick mailbox things? Get this. It was a normal mailbox, but it was the same steel color as Yeti. Oh, wow. Yeah. So somebody went on an uh, anti-steel Sounds rampage. Looks like it, yeah. And aluminum, uh, probably. It's probably not steel. I love, I love those posts in the old neighborhood uh, Facebook page, though. Whoever did this, if you would like to bring me money, it would be appreciated. I didn't do it, sir, so I'd be upset, too. I understand your anger. 
Can't run uh, over someone's mailbox, people. Uh, uh, yeah, you shouldn't do that. If you do, you says the guy that ran over a brick one in the neighborhood before he moved into that neighborhood. But I paid for it. I had the new mailbox yeah, built. You, you fessed up. Yeah, I, I stopped you and fessed told up. the person, "Hey, I was looking for a house for sale. Was not paying attention and hit your mailbox." Is the is the Facebook neighborhood group a good thing? It is typically a uh, very much a crime solver situation. Um, hey, I saw a suspicious vehicle on my street. It was a car that was driving down my street. Does anyone have ring footage of this car? Yeah, that sounds give it like bad. A blurry picture. Hey, that sounds bad. Uh, just want to let everyone know. These individuals were in my neighbor's backyard last night. This is them on footage. Do we have any other? Very much a crime uh, solving yeah. situation. You, know? you love that, don't you? I kind of do. I kind of do. I'm like, oh, look at this. This is great ring footage right here of these three individuals rummaging through a vehicle. So I don't have Facebook, but I have that next door. We've talked about this, the next <laughs> right? door email that I can't get out of. You, hey, get, you cannot get rid of next door. Nuh-uh. I used to be on it at my old neighborhood. I deleted the app. I unsubscribed. Guess what I still get? I still get notifications on my phone from that group letting me know someone's had something vandalized or something. I can't get yeah. rid of them. So I I like to do this. I, um, I get the emails, but to actually open the emails, to view the post, you have to, like, sign in. So I don't ever do that. I just like to like imagine what's the rest of this sentence because it shows you like half of the sentence. For example, the one I got yesterday: "Neighbors in East Lake." Three exclamation points. There's always multiple <laughs> exclamation points. And I read: "Neighbors in East Lake." Three exclamation points. Watch your kids. My husband and I just saw a dark. Dot dot dot. I don't know what the rest of that sentence is. <laughs> Could be anything. Here's the one I got before. Uh, this perhaps is from dark, Monday. Perhaps the Dark Knight Batman was in the neighborhood. My dad passed away, and we need to find good dot, dot, dot. I don't know what huh. the rest of that sentence is, but that's a problem somebody's got going on right Interesting. now. Interesting. So I like that uh, This your Sundance. There's always drama. Somebody's always out of sorts about something somebody did somewhere. Hey, and there are scumbags out there. Like uh, one post the other day, we have a cemetery in the middle of our neighborhood. What? Yeah, it's really, I don't know. Uh, I don't know the story behind it. I'm sure someone out there, a historian of Norman, knows why there's a cemetery in my neighborhood. But I guess, like, cars were broken into at a service the other day. I'm like, who breaks into cars at a funeral service? Come on. Scumbags. You already yeah, said it. Scumbags. Scumbags. <laughs> that was our post the other day. Scumbags. Shout out, John. I, I'm on the lookout time. for you, John. I saw your post the other day. Oh, man. Well, you know what everybody's talking about, though, TJ? is not that. And it's not crackers today. It's it's uh, uh, it's OU PD and some L last night. PD and some L. Longhorns, TJ. Oh, Longhorn, That's what Longhorn. I'm talking about. I was thinking Texas. Oh, Longhorn. I'm with you now. Ginny okay. Baranchek does not eat at the Longhorn Steakhouse. Neither does Lexi Keys. They get it. And last night, they downed Texas to take the Big 12 title. While you, TJ, and a bunch of other people out there 
were donning your burnt orange and cheering for Texas last there night. Was nobody doing that in my house. Uh, you're lying all. right now. No, You've admitted that you, you eat at the Longhorn Steakhouse. You, you got Texas you on your you got Texas on your license plate for Pete's sake. I did. I did. But uh, thankfully, Jenny and Lexi and Skyler, they don't believe in that kind of stuff. And uh, they want it. 71-70, a shot that will be replayed forever. Till the cows come home, TJ, they'll replay that shot. Here's what uh, an emotional Jenny Baranchek had to say um, after the game. Um, you know, I'm not usually speechless, as you all know. Um, but um, what a game. And looking at a stat sheet... We shouldn't have won it, obviously, and Texas is so talented. Um, and yet we just had this never-say-die attitude, and we just kept going and kept going and kept going. And I think this team has really found itself to be a really good team. And I don't mean good because we won a Big 12 championship. I mean a good team because they cover for each other, they help each other, they believe in each other, they just they never quit on each other, and they never have a second of doubt even when it doesn't seem possible. And as you all know, and you're probably going to ask how we've gotten this far, um, we had some choices to make, and I think we made some pretty darn good ones. Mm -hmm. Your offensive rebound won this game. Well, it had to because our shooting percentage didn't. <laughs> and uh, I, But that's what I mean. I mean, even at the end of the game, and it's – you know, I mean, every one of those, we were just on the floor. Even when we didn't get it, even when we fouled, even when, you know, something happened, we really wanted it. In that first quarter, you could tell Texas came in. They threw the first, second, third punch. We were completely on our heels. And you take that 10 minutes out, and it's a different basketball game. But you don't get to do that. And so I feel like we responded well after that. Um, and then in that end, I think we just kept going. Um, honestly, I think I ended up in the right place at the right time getting there, but I think we just continue to, as a team, just keep playing hard. Um, and we've been talking about in practice, just finish plays, finish plays. And I think um, that was a gutsy win on, on everyone's part. So I think I just happened to be there, and um, they were giving me confidence, just keep shooting. So I think, honestly, right time, or right place, right time, but um, amazing save by Sky. Absolutely amazing save. Did it feel good when you left your hands? Um, yeah, but I think the other ones felt good, too, so I was hoping it went in. <laughs> You're normally pretty calm. It doesn't seem like you get too hype about anything. Yeah. But, I mean, what are the emotions after that kind of shot and then after you get the stop defensively? A lot of emotions. Um, I don't even know how to describe them. It was a lot of excitement, honestly. Um, we've battled together as a team. This whole season's been about ourselves, been about growing together, being connected, and we were so connected today. Skyler maybe didn't show up in the box score a ton, but she comes up with the same ball. She gets the defensive stop on the other end. How big was she for you guys? And then, I mean, she also was dealing, it seemed like, with an injury during the game. Right. Um, Sky's always huge. And I, th I thought it was really impressive in the first half. I thought Peyton really stepped up when Sky was gone. And it, and it wasn't, obviously, I know she scored, but I think it was more than that. I think she talked. I think she just was like, okay, here, where this is where we're at. This is what we're going to have to be able to do. Because um, everybody, I mean, there were a lot of fouls called. There's a lot of charges. There's all these things, right? And so I feel like we did, we need to do a better job of handling that. Um, but at the same time, I felt like we did a great job of handling that. And I think Sky has led us in that. Mm -hmm.
because Sky has grown so much in just staying steady and just keep playing and just stay in the moment. And when she does that, she gives that confidence and that edge to everybody else to do the same thing. Because she falls down, she misses a shot, she but she keeps going. Mm -hmm. And so she has led us more in that capacity um, than even hitting the big shot. All right, so they're the champs. They're the regular season outright champs, back-to-back champs. And we know now when they're going to play in Kansas City. Uh, precisely, there's no ifs, ands, and buts about this, Teach. They're the one seed. As much as you may hate it, they're the one seat. Candy and nuts and job of the hut. One thirty next Saturday. A week from Saturday, the Sooners will play the second game of the day in Kansas City. The one versus the eight or nine seed. Um, that will most likely be either Oklahoma State, TCU, or BYU. Uh, their first opponent will be probably, I think, one of those three teams. I, maybe no probably about it. I think it will be one of those three teams. Uh, 12.30. No, no, no. What did I say? One thirty next Saturday. The women will play. Their first round is on Thursday. That is the uh, 12-13 and 11-14 games. Then they'll have the second round on Friday. The quarterfinals on Saturday, that's when OU jumps in. The They don't play then on Sunday. Remember, BYU's in this conference now. And so no Sunday tournament basketball. This will all be at the T-Mobile Center. I think I called it the Sprint Center earlier in the show. It's now the T-Mobile Center. Big arena the where the men play. So quarterfinals Saturday, March 9. Semifinals then on Monday. And the championship will be on Tuesday night. So on Tuesday, March 12, early in the day. This is going to be fun. I I don't think I even thought about this till now. So you'll have the play-in games, or they're calling them the first-round games for the men early. And then the women's championship game that night, all in the same arena. That's kind of cool, Teej. They got one day of overlap there, Overla- the day yeah. of the championship game. No, that's good. What seeds are you going to be, by the way, the men? What did we play out to yesterday or a day see before? If anything is, let's see if anything has changed here. Uh, somebody yesterday, when I when I put out that thing, uh, got us to the two seed, but we lost last night, so I doubt that's possible anymore. Um, let's well, see. Are seven, we beating right? Are we beating Houston? I will say, I don't think so. Houston's For the like sake really of this good. exercise, are we beating Cincinnati? Yes. Are we beating Texas? I'm going to say yes. Oh, really? Okay. I like your positivity. Uh, eight, well, nine I'm not game like against, you rooting for Texas. Jeez. Eight, eight nine game against Texas if, if it goes down like that and everything else happens. I, I, it's going to be seven to ten, uh, depending on permutations. I think there is a way to get to the six. Uh, keep an eye on Texas Tech. Texas Tech is at ten, and, or, or Texas Tech is at what are they at right now, record wise? Uh, eight and seven. They're down Warren Washington, and their final three games are at West Virginia, at Oklahoma State, and Baylor at home. 
normally you'd go win, win. You know, those are not killer games, but the way they're playing right now, that's a team that could theoretically drop below you. TCU's at eight and seven, one game in front of you. They got to go to BYU, to West Virginia, and home to UCF. BYU's at eight and seven. You got the tiebreaker with them. They're one game in front of you. They get TCU at home. At Iowa State, that's tough, and Oklahoma State at home. So, uh, and then you're tied with K State and Texas. You got the tiebreaker with K State, obviously. So they're all tightly packed, but seven to ten seem to be where most people have them landing. So they're either going to be in the eight nine game or the seven ten game, probably. As long as they're not in that ten spot. Let's see if they won all three. What it puts them at? You don't want them in the ten? Well, I don't want them in a ten because I would feel that that meant that. It did not go oh, well yeah, the last yeah, yeah. three gotcha. games. Yeah. See, I got if they win their last three. Oh, no, that's something went wrong there. I'm winning the last three. Where's Oklahoma win? Oklahoma win. Here we go. Oklahoma win. If they win their last three and everything else happens like they think, yeah, eight. Oh wow. So they're gonna they're gonna need they need Tech, TCU, BYU, or somebody to kind of stumble down the stretch, which is perfectly possible. They're just one game in front of them. But they both have a – Tech and TCU both have the tiebreaker against them. So if one or, or both of those things happen, then, then uh, you know, they could get to the seven or the six maybe even. But probably seven through ten. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show. R.K. Blatt brings you this hour. Been in business since 1952. Leading provider of office technology solutions right here in Oklahoma and Kansas. 405-943-9800 or rkblack.com. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Holy cow. Well, it's been a busy day on the text line. We are way behind. 68 yeah, we missed we texts. Kind of, you've kind of ignored it today, so let's um, get after him. <laughs> this one in all caps. Why are we just learning TJ lives in a cemetery? I don't live in a cemetery. It's not near my house. It's way back in the, the neighborhood. But there are people that it's basically their backyard. So It's a weird little enclave they built out there at Gallardia. They've got their own cemetery. <laughs> All kinds. They got their own, obviously, their own golf course. Uh, everybody, remember TJ? Everybody's got to have gargoyles, circle drives. The HOA out there is extremely high. I don't even know how you afford that. Uh, Baseball Ross has some uh, information here. It says that cemetery was long before the addition and was put in even before I 35 existed. It was a rural area. Which I understand that's why it's there and it's it been built there for it years. around the cemetery. But what amazes me is that it's still used. Like they just Here's had it. a service the other day. It's it's not full yet. It's not full yet. And it's a situation where like Katie will be like, I'm doing a funeral escort. I'll be right over there in the neighborhood and I'll see her pass by with like uh cars with their lights on and stuff going right by my house, heading back oh. to the cemetery. So sometimes they buy those plots years in advance. You know, sure. Years in advance. Family, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, here's a fact I haven't used yet, but I will on, on our SEC facts of the day at some point. 
there is a cemetery just outside the entrance to uh, Bryant-Denny Stadium, where Alabama plays. They, they built the stadium right next to a cemetery. Like it would uh, the equivalent of like where Heisman Park is right now right. at OU. There's a cemetery there. I don't think I knew that. If I had heard it, I'd forgotten it. So why did I uh, saw your uh, today with Missouri? Mm-hmm. Uh, why do they have a statue of me on campus? Um. Well, they said, "Who is the most mid person we know for mid zoo?" Yeah, and, uh, you're the one that came up. Yeah. Are you saying you're Norm Stewart or Don Farrow? I thought that was me yelling at kids from my front porch. Uh, hey, you, you kids, get out of here! <laughs> That's Norm Stewart. It's I a, love. The I fact. knew it was Norm, but it's a very scary statue. <laughs> yeah, it is. But it's him getting after a ref, you know. And it's I know. perfectly I Norm. Know. Yeah, the football one is Don Faroe, who the field's named after, and then they got a tiger, and that's kind of it that I can find. I don't think they got a bunch of statues at Missouri. You better. They got hope some they controversial don't. ones at Missouri. They've got some Harry S. Truman statues there, and they got some statues that people aren't real happy about. But sports wise, uh, not many. Uh, you better hope you didn't miss any because oh, yeah. being Missouri, they're going to come after you today. If Raked so. over the coals. <laughs> uh, how much will the Big 12 tourney affect the seed for OU? Are you talking women or men? Women, potentially, like Toby said, their work to do, you probably get up and you host, which you may already be in that situation once the new stuff is updated. Uh, men, obviously you can improve your seeding if you go a long way at Kansas City. I mean, so both both are, can affect the teams. Okay, so let's say let's play this out. Let's say they go one and two. Like at the most likely scenario, the rest of the way is they beat Cincinnati, lose to Houston and Texas. Right? Okay, yeah. So they're eight and ten. That's twenty wins. I think they're probably in, but they're probably looking at like what, like a nine seed nine at seed. That point. Yeah. All right. First round game is a is an eight nine game. You win that. I don't know if it changes. Probably still a nine seed, yeah. Maybe an eight, depending on what else happens. Next game's against the one seed Houston or the two seed Iowa State. You win that, now we're talking. Now you've beaten a a really high ranked team. Mm -hmm. Maybe you bump up a level. You go win the whole thing, maybe you bump up a couple of levels. So let's say, I'd say you could go in a nine. You could come out if you won the whole thing, like, yeah, seven, seven. maybe six. Because you'd have to beat some really good teams to win the Big 12 tournament. That'd be four wins. Like, theoretically, you'd have to beat, let's say, Texas, Houston. The four seed will be uh, Kansas and Iowa State. Like, you do that in four days, that might get you a pretty good pop. I mean... How nervous are you? I think they win the Cincinnati game. I, I agree with you. I'm I'm almost positive they're in, and we've been saying that all along. That 20 mark gets you in, but are you nervous if they go one and two and then lose the first game of the Big 12 tournament? Or are they in? Or are they in? I think they're in, but... Play-in situation well, at that point? I mean... Yeah, I, I I think you are somewhat unsettled depending on what else happens around the rest of the country. I, they have not appeared anywhere on anybody's bubble radar. No, they haven't. They've been comfortably in or solidly in. 
And the losses you're talking about would be to the number one team in the country and a quad one loss to Texas. And, uh, you know, depending on who they played, probably a quad two game in Kansas City. So, yeah, I mean, I'd probably be nervous just because you're, that's what you're supposed to be on Selection Sunday. But I'd feel better about it if they got two. But I think one's enough, probably. By the way, have you seen this kid from Indiana State? Just this baller that wears goggles. The goggle guy. Like he yeah. Mm-hmm. He's unbelievable. Did you see what they He looks like him? he comes out of a Will Ferrell, the Will Ferrell basketball movie or something, yeah. Yeah. He's got, he's a baller, man. No, he's good. He's really good. He just, he shoots threes. He's got moves. He he's. Have you seen what his nickname is? Maybe. He, you know, he wears the goggles. Uh-huh. Cream, C-R-E-A-M. Cream. Abdul Jabbar. <laughs> I had not seen that. No. <laughs> what a nickname! Is that even allowed? I don't know. <laughs> it's not my nickname for him. Uh, this person, all caps, false. I am listening right now from the Amazon facility. They are not. They are not close on leap here. They caught me in my lie. <laughs> I apologize to you. Do you guys agree with Banya that soup isn't a meal? Uh, soup's a meal. I have it for a meal all the time. So no. Um, Banya. Soup is an acceptable lunch. Soup for dinner is simply an appetizer. What do you think about that take? Soup is simply an appetizer? For dinner, yeah. No. Like you can have a soup or a salad. Is appetizer the right word for that? You know, when they, when you're going to have an entree, yeah. they'll say, do you want a soup or salad with yes, that? Yes, right. So it's like a, a, that for dinner, soup is the is, – is that an appetizer? What's that called? It's the it's it's before the entree. It's the – it's the uh, opening act. Mm-hmm. For lunch, you want to have a bowl of soup? That's fine. That's an acceptable lunch. For dinner, not that it's not acceptable, but it's a weak dinner. It's a calorie-cutting dinner. I, um, well, I Nobody's still going have... to a restaurant and ordering soup for dinner. If I have soup for dinner, then my situation is soup is the appetizer. Crackers are the dinner. Yeah. But, like, if you and I go to Charleston at lunch... Charleston's at lunch, mm-hmm. and you say I'm gonna have a soup. I'm not even gonna think twice about that. Yeah, that's a that's what you would. Yeah, I might get a salad. You might get a soup. Right. If we go to Charleston's for dinner, and you order soup, I'm gonna say, Did you already eat? What's the deal? Huh? Why are you getting soup? And you're we're gonna have the bandy conversation. You're gonna say this counts as my meal. And then I'm gonna say that counts as your meal. And you're gonna say it's not a meal. <laughs> Tell me you uh, are a new listener to the T-Row in the Morning Show without telling me you're a new listener. This texter says, Day three of talking about crackers, LOL? Have you ever talked more about a subject than that wasn't the national championship? We've never talked about the national championship this much. <laughs> right. <laughs> when have we had the opportunity to do that? I apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry. We did have the opportunity in Omaha, so. Were, were, did you enjoy your time in Omaha? We know you went to the World Series. Uh, I did. I was on an island huh. in the Caribbean. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You missed it. I was on yeah. the Disney cruise. You're on a you're on a cruise. I forgot about that. Yeah, interesting. Ah, 
Break time. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. If they're going to get their 20th win this week, it'll have to come against the number one ranked team in the country. Coach has already shaken hands, and that's your final buzzer. Final score tonight in Ames, Iowa State 58, Oklahoma 45. Bounce pass into Van, goes to the basket inside, high arcing shot, no good. Rebound in the corner, Van saves it to Key, oh, shoots a three. Look. It's gone! Woo! Lexi Keys makes what a three, the Sooners take the lead with four and a half seconds to go. Into Booker, dribbles right, spins with it baseline, lost the ball going up, out of bounds. The buzzer sounds, and Oklahoma has defeated Texas, and they are the outright Big 12 champions. The Sooners come from 15 points down to beat the Longhorns, win the Red River rivalry, sweep Texas for the first time in 11 years, and they are outright Big 12 champions in their final season in the league. Incredible. Incredible. Shout out to Brian Brinkley. Shout out to Coach Baranchek. Shout out Lexi <laughs> Keys. Shout out guy who uh, mopped up the wet stuff on the floor. Shout out to everybody. <laughs> I do need to talk to Tyler maybe about stepping all over Brian on some of these calls. It's getting worse and the worse. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Oh, that's a great that's look. That's a great shot. <laughs> oh, man. Um, good stuff. Great. Unbelievable. Uh, uh, By the way, I couldn't uh, think of the words when I said wet stuff on the floor. <laughs> could have been Gatorade. It could have been, I guess. Sounded more disgusting. Why I couldn't uh, think of the word sweat? I'm like somebody my brain froze. Somebody in the expensive seats could have spilled a diet Pepsi. <laughs> I guess so. There's a lot of wet things. Could have been. We're following the game tracker last night, so we got you know we're, it, the game tipped an hour before ours. So we're in the first half when they're in the second half, and uh, and we got the score up in front on my iPad. In front of us. And they're behind. They come back and then they fall behind again. And, you know, you kind of get lost in the game. You're calling and then you go to a commercial break and you look back down. And uh, and lo and behold, they're within two. And then it, on, on the game tracker, all you can see is, um, like, it'll update every... You've watched the game on game tracker. Yeah, It'll update, yeah. like, every whatever agonizingly it, slow. it takes forever sometimes and then during a timeout sometimes it won't update and you're like what's going on why has yeah. it been paused for so long yeah so it was like uh there was an exchange there at the end there's a missed free throw and an offensive rebound and a turnover and i don't remember what all happened but oh you had the ball according to the game tracker oh you had the ball like 15 seconds left or something and there was a timeout and we're all just sitting there staring at it I'm trying to update it. It's not doing anything. And I try to pull up the ESPN uh, to watch it on ESPN Plus, and we don't have enough bandwidth in the arena to actually. It's just spinning, you know. Right. And and then the action starts again. Our action starts again, and we're calling the game. Blah blah blah. And there's a foul. Doug Sermons blows another call. Blah blah blah. And I look down, and it says seventy-one seventy. And I'm like nudging Kevin. And he's like, he looks at him, he's like, oh. And he nudges Brent Behrens next to him, and he looks like, oh, like, what? It's Lexi Keys, they updated the Lexi Keys three-pointer. It was kind of fun. I haven't 
followed a game like that on Game Tracker in a long time. I I hope it never happened again, but it was kind of uh that was kind of fun. Sometimes I get so aggravated at great game tracker in those situations that I'll know particular accounts to go to on Twitter because I'll get the update quicker. It may not be someone I follow, but I know that they're one of those people that sit in the booth or wherever and say, This is what happened with this possession and this possession and I I go to that to get the uh because that game tracker sometimes will sit there for you for two or three minutes and you're like, What's going on? The person with game tracker is high fiving and hugging everyone around them. <laughs> right. It's what it seems and, like. Oh sometimes. crap, I forgot to update. Yeah. yeah. Or game ends that they've gone final. It'll sometimes take forever and you're like, is something about to happen here? Why hasn't it gone final? Did they get mm-hmm. the last out or did the time run out? Whatever the sport is. You do it in baseball? I do it in baseball a lot. Baseball's yeah. agonizing it is. because it's pitch by pitch. Mm-hmm. And it'd be like, all right, two one count. Oh, ball three. Bases are loaded. There's ball three. Oh, there's a strike. Full count. Sometimes in baseball, and I just uh, I make up my own conversation <laughs> like I'm the manager. Oh, yeah. there must be in a pitching change. I'll act like I'm the manager going yeah. out and imitate well, what he's saying. If you if there's a long pause, you're like, well, th- something just happened because they're trying to type in a bunch of stuff. <laughs> right. What just happened? And then, sure <laughs> enough, like two minutes later, it'll pop in, you know, Triple to the right field, and then this runner advanced here, and then this runner advanced here, and then this person was thrown out on this. So, you know, they're like, oh, okay, I see why it took so long. Because you had four paragraphs to type in what happened. And then other times it'll delay forever, and you think, well, something crazy happened. And then it'll come back and say, strike three cold. You'll be like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> it'll do the three quick pitches. Uh, man, he struck out. Where have you been? Why did, you, why did it take you so long to update that third strike? But Anyway. The woes of Game Tracker. Uh, uh, woe is us, TJ. Our ancestors right now are like, oh, poor you. <laughs> we had to wait for the Sunday paper uh, right. six days later. We we didn't even know if we won last Monday or not until the Pony Express arrived. I don't think that's how things worked back then, but you get my point, TJ. The town crier would go from town to town. Oh, uh, some of those... Uh, the early SEC notes have been putting out the the uh, Telegraph would arrive at Toomer's Drugstore, you know, in Auburn. That's that's why everybody started gathering it at Toomer's Corner where they roll the trees because they had the only Telegraph in town. Toomer's Drugstore did. And gather so whenever- round, gather round. The Telegraph has arrived. The Auburn Tigers have defeated LSU 28-23 in Baton Rouge. That's exactly what would happen. Every all when a road game, all of the Auburn fans would meet at Tumor's Drug, wait for the Telegraph to come in to tell them if they won or not. And here we are complaining about a forty-five second delay on Stat Tracker as to whether it was a ball or a strike. By the way, I missed my calling by a hundred years. I would have been great at that. This show and me doing play-by-play in the nineteen fifties. We would have been the biggest thing in America, TJ. <laughs> 1950s is when we were meant to live. That's, that's exactly right. Post-World War, but right there when radio was it. Everybody gathered around the radio to listen to the Bronx Bombers. Man, we were what a born, time. What a time. We were born... Uh, what is that? Uh, Fifty years too late. Mm, 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 mm. You know what though? 
pretty good chance I wouldn't have beat out Ben Scully for that job. <laughs> now that I think about it, maybe I was born at the perfect time. <laughs> maybe so. Yeah. Oklahoma had a guy called Bob Barry back then. He probably would have kept the job, TJ. <sighs> Not in the 50s, I guess they didn't, but 50 years ago. Yeah. All right, uh, Chris Plank joins us next. He would have been great also in any generation, including this one. We'll be back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com.